This is Radio Romania International. You are listening to our one-hour broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.rri.ro channel 1. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and other social media platforms. Our programs are also available on TuneIn and via satellite Eurosat 16A on 11.512MHz vertical polarization, azimuth 16 degrees east, symbol rate 29.950 mega symbols per second, standard DVB-S2, modulation 8PSK, audio PID 510. We wish you good reception conditions. Hello, I'm Ana Maria Popescu with the news first the headlines. 3,000 people are affected by the decision of the Romanian airline Blue Air to suspend all its domestic and international flights until Monday, the 12th of September. The Chamber of Deputies today dismissed a simple motion tabled by Save Romania Union in opposition against the Energy Minister Virgil Popescu. The president of Hungary, Katalin Novak, was received in Bucharest today by her Romanian counterpart Klaus Johannes and Romanian football champions CFR Cluj and vice-champions FCSB Thursday played their first matches in the Europa Conference League group stage. Freezing the accounts of the Romanian air operator Blue Air does not justify an immediate suspension of flights, says the Romanian Environment Minister Tanjos Barna, who calls on the company to meet its obligations to passengers and the state budget. Blue Air's accounts were frozen by the Environment Fund Agency because the company owes over 5 million euros and is undergoing foreclosure. 3,000 people are affected after Blue Air suspended all its domestic and international flights until Monday, the 12th of September. According to the company, the decision was made after the Environment Ministry froze its accounts. A simple motion tabled by Save Romania Union, USR, in opposition against the Liberal Energy Minister Virgil Popescu was dismissed by the Chamber of Deputies today with 191 votes against and 85 votes in favor of the document, coming from USR, the Nationalist Party, AUR, and the Force of the Right, splintered from the Liberal Party and headed by the ex-Prime Minister Ludovic Orban. The opposition criticized the energy minister for the lack of investments in production facilities and for his management of the electricity and natural gas price caps. Minister Vigil Popescu dismissed the accusations and described the USR motion as a populist move. He also added that the new mechanism related to energy bills will discourage speculation in the market. Romania's economy grew 5.3% in the second quarter of this year compared to the corresponding period of 2021, the National Statistics Institute announced. In the first half of the year, the GDP went up 5.8% compared to the first six months of last year. Contributing to this growth were trade, automotive repairs, transport and storage services, the hospitality and the ITNC sectors. 
According to the institution, the areas that hindered economic growth were industry where operations dropped in the reference period and the negative ratio between imports and exports. The president of Hungary, Katalin Novak, was received with honors in Bucharest today by the Romanian president, Klaus Johannes, as part of her official visit at the invitation of the Romanian president. The talks will concern the means to diversify and deepen the bilateral dialogue as well as the current regional European and global situation following Russia's military aggression against Ukraine. The visit comes as the two countries celebrate 20 years since the governments of Hungary and Romania signed a strategic partnership declaration for 21st century Europe. According to the Romanian presidency, President Johannes will highlight Romania's openness to strengthening bilateral cooperation and dialogue with Hungary, a very important neighbor of Romania, so as to promote projects of mutual interest to the benefit of the citizens of the two countries. This afternoon, the Hungarian official will also have meetings with the Prime Minister Nikolai Chuka and with the speakers of the two chambers of parliament. A Eurobarometer survey released on Tuesday by the European Commission points to increased confidence of European citizens in the European Union and continuing strong support for the Union's response to Russia's aggression against Ukraine. An overwhelming majority of EU citizens support investments in renewable energy and steps to reduce the bloc's reliance on Russian energy sources. Europeans are increasingly concerned with the economic situation in the Union and in their respective countries. We have more details after the news. And we end with sport. Romania's football champions CFR Cluj Thursday play away from home against FC Balkany in Pristina, Kosovo, in their first match in Group G of the Europa Conference League. The other match in the group is pitting Sivaspor of Turkey against the Czech side Slavia Prague. Romanian vice-champions FCFB Bucharest also play away from home in London against West Ham United in Group B of the same competition. The Belgian side Anderlecht takes on the Danish team Silkeborg IF also in Group B. Two other Romanian teams, CS Universitatea Craiova and Sepsi OSK Svantogheorghe, have lost the qualifying stage of the Europa Conference League. And that was the news. Europeans are increasingly concerned with the economic situation in Europe while Romanians are particularly worried about inflation and the economy. I'm Vlad Palku with a report by Daniela Budu. EU citizens' trust in the EU is on the rise amidst the robust support Brussels has provided to Ukraine and due to its energy policies, the latest Eurobarometer published on Tuesday shows. Conducted over June-July, the study reveals that Europeans are increasingly concerned with economic developments in the EU and at home, most fears targeting inflation and the energy market. The positive perception of European economy has dropped starting this year, standing at 40% at present. Over half of Europeans believe the economy is experiencing difficulties. In turn, Romanians are worried about inflation and the economic situation. 
Only half of them believe the economic situation will improve over the next 12 months. Europeans are more skeptical, with only 16% of them holding optimistic prospects. As regards the consequences of the war in Ukraine, Romanians say the price hikes and a possible crisis raise most concerns, in addition to a possible expansion of the war or nuclear warfare. Still, two-thirds of Romanian and European respondents are optimistic about the future of the EU, which represents an increase compared to a similar survey conducted in January-February this year, ahead of the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Furthermore, European citizens have confirmed their firm support for the EU's response to the war. As regards the EU's actions at community level, humanitarian assistance got the most approval, 92% on average at EU level and 75% in Romania, followed by the EU taking in Ukrainian refugees, 90% at EU level and 75% in Romania. In this context, 69% of Romanians endorsed economic sanctions imposed by the EU against Russia, Russian businesses and people, which is below the EU average of 78%. 61% of Romanians are in favor of funding the distribution and delivery of military equipment to Ukraine, against a new average of 68%. As regards energy and energy security, the majority of both EU citizens and Romanians in particular agree the EU should invest in renewable energy, curb its dependency on Russian gas, and that stockpiling natural gas should be a major priority in order to allow uninterrupted gas supplies in winter. Both Europeans and Romanians believe increasing energy efficiency won't make countries any less dependent on non-EU energy producers and are in favor of purchasing energy from other countries to obtain a better price. Furthermore, 65% of Romanians believe they have taken appropriate action to curb their energy consumption or intend to do so in the coming future, compared to an EU average of 78%. And that has wrapped up our newscast. Next in this program, sports. Hello, I'm your host, Elena Yanake. The Hungarian chess player Richard Rapport will represent Romania at the international competitions the Romanian Chess Federation announced on Sunday. Rapport won the Rapid Chess World Championship in 2013 and 2017 and beat world champion Magnus Carlsen of Norway. Grandmaster Richard Rapport was born in 1996 in Zombatli, Western Hungary, at the border with Austria, and ranks 13 in international classifications. He is the fifth highest rated player in the world as of May 2022. A chess prodigy, he earned his Grandmaster title at the age of 13 years, 11 months and 6 days. 
making him Hungary's youngest ever grandmaster and the fifth youngest in the history of chess. He was Hungary's chess champion in 2017. Romania is hosting the World Youth Chess Championships under 14, under 16 and under 18 that started on September 6th in the city of Constanza. More than 630 young players from 72 countries are attending and also 80 of the best Romanians. The event is financed by the Constanza City Hall through its Department of Culture, Education, Sports and Tourism and is organized by the Club Sportiv Juniorul Constanza Association under the umbrella of the International Chess Federation and the Romanian Chess Federation. Romania has 58 boys and 25 girls in the competition, including Miruna Lehac and Alessia Ciolacu in the under-18 category. The two are members of Romania's national chess team and have recently taken part in the Olympiad in Chennai, India. The under-14 category also includes the Romanian chess prodigy Andrei Negran, aged 10, a world champion in the Blitz category, a world vice champion in rapid chess and a European champion in the same category. Focus on Romania. Next up in this broadcast, it's Song of the Day. Listen to Denis Robesh, also known to the public as the Motans, with the song Café de Flore. Eram gata să dau totul, din puținul pe care îl aveam. Acum am tot ce mi-am dorit, ciudat, dar nu vreau să-ți mai ofer nimic Pentru tine am fost doar un scurt metraj, în care adevărul poartă machiaj Filmul meu a fost cu totul diferit și deși sunt bun actor, nu eu n-am jucat nimic Am îndrăgit fără să vreau, muzica pe care o ascultai Sunt amintiri frumoase, dar nu le mai duc vreun dor Deși din când în când Ascult cafe de flor Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pumnii mei s-au desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rănceador Nu a rămas decât cafe de flor Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pumnii mei s-au desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rănceador Se mai aude doar cafe de flor Trebuia să te ridici când eu te-am invitat la dans Și dacă tu ai fi făcut măcar un pas Viața noastră ar fi fost ca arta în renesans Dar asta e doar o teorie Ce-ți pasă ție? De fapt ce-mi pasă mie? Te-am lăsat în trecut și acum Acum ești doar o melodie 
Dacă ai fi suportat singurătatea mea dumneat Din mărul tău aș fi mușcat Ce păcat, ce păcat Nebunia ta ar fi putut să-mi fie leac Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pumnii mei s-au desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rângedor Nu a rămas decât cafe de flori Din bar în bar, din toamnă în toamnă Pumnii mei s-au desfăcut în palme Din amintiri și rângedor Se mai aude doar cafe de flori You are listening to Radio Romania International. Society Today. Society today. I am Kalin Kotsoyu. Romanians have had an emotional and sensitive relationship with bread. If in the famines after wars they would have given anything for a piece of bread, now in full consumerist mode they have higher expectations from it. Also, back in the sad days of Ceausescu's dictatorship, black bread was considered under par. Now we look for it because nutritionists told us it is good for you. However, we have another problem. Black bread is full of coloring agents. We no longer know if it is healthy or if it makes you fatter. No matter what they read on the internet, Romanians still love bread and would not have a meal without it. We spoke to fitness trainer Andrei Nagu, who told us that we would do better to try and avoid it. Well, is bread good for us or not? And here Andrei Nagu answers. Este o întrebare de care mă lovesc destul de des în sala de fitness. Clienții mei, persoane care frecventează sălile sau oameni care... This is a question I encounter a lot in my fitness gym. I get asked by my clients, people who go to the gym often, or just people who want an answer. There is no such thing as good or less good bread. It is just a product which nutritionally doesn't help us in any way, be it for putting on muscle mass, For losing weight, for maintaining tone, it just doesn't. Why? Because of its high glycemic index, which is fairly high. For instance, glucose has about 100, bread has about 70. First of all, think about what can a product offer you when it costs 30 or 40 euro cents for about half a kilo. What could that product contain? That's the first question you have to ask yourself. You have probably noticed that bread you buy doesn't go moldy even a few days after purchase. Andrei Nagu explained how the fabrication process affects the finite product. Altă întrebare foarte mișto e procesul de fabricare a pâinii, fie acasă, fie industrial. Bun, foarte simplu. This is another good question about the process of production. Well, at home you can put in it whatever you wish. You have many options. You can make it worth 5 lei, make it worth 20 or 30 lei. 
meaning from about a euro to about six. You have rye, whole wheat, rice, barley, you can add seeds, whatever you want. However, in the industrial area, think about the fact that about 70 to 80 percent of bread factories use additives, ready-made mixes. They use stabilizers, otherwise the bread wouldn't be puffy or mold-free on the fourth or fifth day, which is not normal for a piece of bread or any other products that are made of flour of any kind, white, black, or any other kind. Nowadays, sourdough is very fashionable. Internet marketing campaigns, some of them very clever, have slowly influenced the collective impression that sourdough would be superior nutritionally to yeast bread. In fact, this is not so. Neither is better than the other, according to Andrei Nagu. This issue with sourdough is very much discussed. But to be honest, sourdough is an agent for fermentation. We, the people either in this industry of fitness or any other one, although I'm speaking strictly of my area, they all try to find workarounds, shortcuts, something to offer them comfort and pleasure. I cannot deny it, you cannot have eggplant salad or tarama salad without bread. It can be done. At the same time, we look for more pompous things, more unusual. But the process is the same. The nutritional value is the same. It by no way means one kilo more or less, or a radical change in the body or things of this nature. It is the same process, be it sourdough or yeast. Andrei Nagu believes that Romanians need better nutrition education. He points out that none of the food options we have are without serious consequences on the body. Noi Românii nu avem o educație nutrițională absolut deloc. We Romanians have no nutritional education whatsoever. What the internet offers today, a huge range to search in, so you can learn by yourself. But you really don't want to do that, because bread is something that offers pleasure, which is why it creates addiction. In some cases at least, it excites the brain and relaxes it. It is because of that high glycemic index, which is why we Romanians cannot give it up. We don't have a target. We like to wish to do something about it. We keep on going. We have the premise, you only live once. I want to eat, drink, and have a good time. But when the body can no longer cope, and you get to the doctor, then it will be very difficult. Type 2 diabetes, for instance. That was when you have to give up white bread. You will no longer be allowed to eat a lot of things. Bread slows down the body and cognitive activity. The blood sugar level can send you to the doctor. In essence, bread should not be a part of everyday food. Here is Andrei Nagu. Yes, bread puts on weight on you of any kind it may be, be it whole wheat, white, with all kinds of seeds. Yes, bread makes you fat. And I'm saying that from the perspective of a high-performing athlete. I say it as a trainer. I say it as a person who wanted to make a change, who had severe rickets, and bread didn't help me. Even though I eat a lot, I'm a foodie. I usually prefer chicken breast, broccoli, and rice to the detriment of a couple of slices of bread. I'm sure it will be pleasing, but the body won't respond properly to the daily activities I have. You have been listening to Society Today.
for some more music next, let's listen to the band Byron with a song called Dream Eaters. Coming up next on Radio Romania International, Visit Romania. Hello, this is Daniel Bilz at the microphone, and today we invite you to northern Romania, to Sapunza, a village in Maramureș, which has been included in almost all travel packages in the region. Besides the world's best-known cemetery, the Mary Cemetery in Sabunza, one can also admire here the highest wooden church, an arboretum famous for its century-old trees, as well as a series of man-made rapids. The area is known for its beautiful trekking and cycling routes in nature. According to Grigore Luzai, the parish priest of the Romanian Orthodox parish Sapunta, 
Maramureș is beautiful, mainly here in its historical part on the bank of the Tisa River at Săpânța. Primul obiectiv turistic ar fi cimitirul zis vesel. După aceea, la niciun kilometru, mănăstirea... A must see would be the Mary Cemetery here. After that, within less than one kilometer range, there lies the Săpânța Peri Monastery, a three-story building whose 75 meters tall steeple is visible from afar. This impressive monument is situated in an arboretum stretching over 21 hectares, which includes over 33s, some of which more than 300 years old. This is an extraordinary compound built by craftsmen from Bursana. Without the masterpiece of the renowned sculptor, painter and traditional poet Stan Ioan Petrașcu, Maybe the village of Sepunța would have remained like any other village in Romania, says Grigore Luțai, the parish priest of the Romanian Orthodox parish Sepunța. I have been serving in this region since the 90s and have always been impressed by the number of tourists who have visited this place from all over the world. The cemetery was created between 1931 and 1935 by Stan Ioan Petrașcu and the crosses at first had no epitaphs and were also lacking the portraits of the departed. However, the parishioners wanted these crosses to have pictures of the dead ones, so he complied and because he was a man of grace and had some education, he began writing epitaphs depicting the life of the person lying six feet under. And if in many other graveyards epitaphs are laudatory, here at Sapunza they depict accurately the life led by the buried person. Sapunza is one of the most beautiful villages in the ancient Maramureș, with a surface of roughly 40 hectares. The region lies close to the Mara Valley and the Wash Land, and boasts many hectares of forests and rivers. We are happy that we are an all-season tourist attraction. Very close to the Mary Cemetery, one can see a series of man-made whirlpools on the course of the river, which have been used by the locals as natural washing machines for centuries. The region's trekking routes are superb, and the Poiana Brasilor Swamp is a protected botanical area of national interest, which has been included in the Drumul Maramureșului travel package. 700 kilometers of natural beauty and culture. You are listening to Radio Romania International. Next in this broadcast, listen to Truly Romanian. I'm Vlad Palcu. Today we will play for you songs from the repertoire of famous fiddler Fărămiță Lambru. Let's listen to him first performing the song called Golden Ring. Oh, 
Adio, dragă Nelo, eu plec să face seara, măi, dar vezi ca lăcrămioara. Fărămiță Lambru was born September the 8th, 1927. He was a well-known master instrumentalist. He accompanied the great folk vocalists of his time on the accordion and was known for his close collaboration with Maria Tanase, which gave a significant boost to his career. He was one of the few accordion players to enjoy mastery of both the left and the right hands. Let's listen to him now performing a round dance tune on the accordion. The Electricord label a few years ago released an album comprising 13 songs interpreted by Fărămiță Lambru and Dona Dumitru Siminica, another famous fiddler. These songs are imbued with the mood and spirit of the interwar period, and we've picked for you the song called Take Out the Horse and Saddle Up.
Te calupune și-au vreau să plec Pe la poarta mândrii mele vreau să trec Nu-i găsi om poartă frații lor văjor Am să-i frâng mijlocul în brațe și pe cal s-o fur la cărciuma din pădure, măi, cărciumar, măi Să bem vin, să mâncă mure, măi, cărciumar, măi Și doi vedea că mă îmbăt, măi, cărciumar, măi Să nu-mi dai drumul să plec, măi, cărciumar, măi Aduvina duperin, măi cărciumar, măi Să bem să ne-nveselim, măi cărciumar, măi Să ducă vestea de mine, măi cărciumar, măi Cam băut și-mi este bine, măi cărciumar, măi Să ducă vestea de mine, măi cărciumar, măi Cam băut și-mi este bine, măi cărciumar, măi Fărămiță Lambru was a kind man, as his close friends recall. The late Chica Petrescu says he had a very rare artistic sensitivity, which helped him quickly warm up to people. Let's listen to him next, performing another dance tune. Thank you. 
And we go out with another song on the accordion performed by Faramita Lambro. Living Romania. Coming up next, happening in Romania. Hello and welcome to a new edition of Happening in Romania with me, Lacrimara Simeon. The Romanian writer and essayist Mircea Cartorescu won the Phil Prize for Literature in Romance Languages, awarded in Mexico, the EFE agency reports. Cartorescu was chosen from among 80 candidates in seven languages for his imaginative and dazzling prose, said in Guadalajara the spokesman of the jury, Antonio Saez Delgado. The jury appreciated that the Romanian author is a multilateral writer of maximalist style, who is fully inserted in the tradition of world literature, challenging his readers and critics from all over the world with themes ranging from the world of dreams to existentialism. The prize, worth $150,000, will be handed out on November 26th at the opening of the 36th edition of the Guadalajara International Book Fair considered the most important such event of the Hispanic publishing world. Mircea Cartarescu is the second Romanian writer to receive the Phil Award after Norman Mana, who received this distinction in 2016. The same Romanian writer Mircea Cartarescu received another distinction, this time the title of Dr. Honoris Causa in Letters and Humanities from the Menendez Pelayo International University in Santander, writes the Ziarul Romanesque publication. 
The Spanish institution awarded him this recognition for his lucid literature and very personal work, and the university's board highlighted Cartarescu's boundless imagination and his ability to transform reality into fiction. Mirta Cartarescu said about the event that, quote, It is one of the most beautiful and happiest days of my life. He was supposed to receive the title on July 14th, but the ceremony was postponed because he had tested positive for COVID-19. A poet, prose writer, essayist, literary critic and publicist, Mirta Cartarescu was born on June 1st, 1956 in Bucharest. His books have received many national and international awards and have been translated into many languages. Currently, Mirta Cartarescu is a PhD professor at the Faculty of Letters of the Bucharest University. You are listening to Radio Romania International. The exhibition Remembering Childhood, the Testimonies of Bessarabian Deportees was opened on August 31st on the Romanian Language Day in Bucharest. The event brought together a collection of testimonies of the victims of the totalitarian regime on the left of the Prut River during the Soviet period in the form of an installation built from photographs embedded into old jewelry boxes. The life stories of the repressed people can be heard as read by the actors Elena Frunze Hartmann and Gennady Gulka against the background of the music of Stefan Pana. Personal objects of the deportees were brought from the National History Museum of Moldova from the open-air museum compound called Memorial to the Victims of Political Repressions from the village of Meren and from private collections, and for a better understanding of the distance traveled by the deportees in the freight wagons, the artist Ramona Jacob made a map of the Gulag of the Bessarabians. At the same time as part of the exhibition, the animated film Nameless Cat will be screened, a film about the Bessarabians deported to Siberia, made by the Bessarabian artist Gennady Popescu. The exhibition will remain open until September 25th. 30 Romanian artists are exhibiting in Paris between September 3rd and 18th as part of an extensive Romania-France cultural exchange program organized by the 59 Rivoli Gallery in Paris and the 1001 Arte Association in Bucharest. The exhibition, entitled Future for Free, takes place with the support of the Romanian Cultural Institute and the Romanian Embassy in France and includes over 60 works of painting, sculpture, collage and new media, which address current issues. The artistic dialogue achieved through this visual arts project between Bucharest and Paris 
is a happy continuation of the cultural season Romania-France and a preview in the French space of the future capital of culture in 2023, namely the western Romanian city of Timisoara, said the president of the Romanian Cultural Institute, Liviu Zigman. The France-Romania Cultural Exchange, in which more than 62 French and Romanian creators participate, began in July, when they worked together, held seminars, gave interviews, set up a group exhibition, and created a mural painting near the French embassy in Bucharest. Their activity was documented through interviews and video materials that will be the starting point for a short film. At the same time, a bilingual art album with their works will be released. Two shows will represent Romania at the first edition of the International Solo Dance Festival in Jerusalem, which takes place between September 6th and 8th at Hansen House, shows the Romanian Cultural Institute in Tel Aviv. One of the shows is called Femina, choreographed by Daniel Alexandru Dragomir and featuring Andrea Volan. The second is Scraps of Sky, choreographed and performed by Andrea Volan. Daniel Alexandru Dragomir is a choreographer, performer, teacher and manager of the Contemporary Creative Dreamers Dance Company. He is a graduate of the National University of Theatre and Cinematography I Le Caragiale in Bucharest. He plays an important role on the Romanian contemporary dance scene, contributing to the development of this field by organizing workshops with internationally recognized Romanian and foreign teachers. Andrea Volan is a second-year student at the Choreographic Art Master's program at the same National University of Theatre and Cinematography. As a ballerina, she collaborated with the Comic Opera for Children between 2015 and 2017. She is a member of the Ballet Corps of the Bucharest National Opera and of the Contemporary Creative Dreamers Dance Company. Choreographers from more than 15 countries participate in the International Solo Dance Festival in Jerusalem. Blind athletes Razvan Nedu and Alex Benka from the national para-climbing team conquered the 3,798-meter Grossglockner and the 4,478-meter Matterhorn peaks in the Alps, the Climb Again Association announced, which coordinates the Romanian para-climbing team. The expedition of the Romanian athletes, whose cumulative visual capacity is only 1%, lasted almost two weeks. The two were not at their first achievement of this kind. In 2019, Alex Benka achieved the first ascent on Kilimanjaro by a blind Romanian climber. And that's all from Happening in Romania. From me, Le Cremarasion, it's goodbye now. Focus on Romania. Coming up next on Radio Romania International. 
simply folk. Welcome everyone, I'm Vlad Palku. In our folk segment today, we will be introducing you to Dumitru Farkash, one of the best-known folk instrumentalists in Romania. Listen to him performing a dance tune from Maramures. And with that, our broadcast in English for listeners in Western Europe and Africa has come to an end. You can listen to our next program for Western Europe at 1700 hours UTC on 9760 kHz in the DRM system and on 11850 kHz in analog system. Listeners in Africa can receive our programs tomorrow at 1100 hours UTC on 15,320 and 17,670 kHz. We can also be heard on the Internet at www.ri.ro. If you have any comments or suggestions, please write an email at engl at ri.ro. Goodbye. <laughs>